Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to day 47 of Be Quranic, where we take short passages from the Quran daily. We extract practical lessons from it, apply it into our lives so that we can be more Quranic. Insha'Allah, today we continue our study of Surah Al-Baqarah and we are now at ayah number 29. And the ayah reads, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. هُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا ثُمَّ اسْتَوَى إِلَى السَّمَاءِ فَسَوَّاهُنَّ سَبْعَ سَمَاوَاتٍ وَهُوَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٌ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ Now in this ayah, Allah is explaining to us another reason why we should worship Him. He started by saying that He created us and He made the earth as firash as a bed, as a couch for us, and then he sent down rain so that trees and plantation can grow and we can enjoy from the fruits of it. And then he turned to um, the, the parable of a mosquito, look at something so small, so insignificant, tiny, yet powerful lessons can be drawn from it. And then he turned to our life again, reminding us about life, to be grateful to Him. In ayah number 29, Allah turns back to the creation around us. Look to the earth around us. He made the earth and everything in it for us, for us to enjoy, for us to consume. We drink from water provided by Allah. We eat from the vegetation, from the meat that Allah has provided and created for us. Shouldn't we be a grateful slave of Allah? Shouldn't we worship, obey and listen to Him? And then he mentioned about the heavens. He said that he turned to the heaven. He made it into seven heavens. And recently on 27th of Rajab, many Muslim cultures around the world would commemorate uh, Isra wal Mi'raj, the journey of traveling between Mecca to Masjid al-Aqsa to Jerusalem in one night and from there rising all the way to the heavens through the seven heavens. Here Allah is reminding us about that. And when we read about ayat reminding us seven heavens, we, we can't help but be reminded of the state that the Ummah is in at the moment, especially what's happening in Palestine. Things are getting worse and worse. It is now day 132 and, and Palestinians are now cornered at Rafah and Israel has just said that they're going to come in and just massacre everyone. The genocide is just getting worse and worse um, every day. We as Muslims, we cannot give up. Giving up is not an option for a Muslim. The Rasul in the darkest moment when, uh, when the Arabian tribes, different tribes were united to destroy Islam and the Muslims in Medina. The only thing that was protecting this small group of Muslims, it is said in some hadith around 1500 men uh, from these tens of thousands of enemies is just a ditch that was built just a few days before the arrival of the enemy. And Rasul while he was digging this trench, um, there was a boulder that the companions couldn't um, move and they asked Rasul to help. The Prophet took his spade and struck the, the boulder and spark came from the boulder and they said Allahu Akbar. He struck this for the second time, another spark, and he said, Allahu Akbar. And he, sparked for the, and he struck for the third time, spark came out, he said, Allahu Akbar, and the boulder was um, destroyed. And the companions asked, what is all this takbir, this Allahu Akbar? 
Rasulullah said in the first park, he saw that the keys to Sham, the Levant, which today includes Jordan, um, Lebanon and Palestine, the keys to Sham were given to him. In the second spark, he saw that the keys to Tessiphon, the uh, capital of the Sassanid, the Persian Empire, was given to him. And the third spark, he saw that the keys of Yemen were given to him. At this darkest moment, Rasul was giving hope to the Muslims. Giving up is not an option. Rasul is teaching the Sahaba, by extension teaching us, that in our most difficult moments, if we hold on to Allah and we stick to the straight path, Sirat al-Mustaqim, there will be a bright future promised for us. Trust me, trust in the promise of Allah and His Messenger that Palestine will be liberated. Palestine one day will be free and liberated. The question is, what is our contribution to this liberation? What is our excuse when we stand before Allah and Allah asks us, what have you done for your brothers and sisters that are being, that are being massacred in Palestine? This reminds me of one story about um, Prophet Ibrahim when he was thrown into the fire. There was a bird that came and brought some water in its beak and tried to put down the fire with whatever little droplets of water that, that, that it can carry through, through its beak. Uh, the animals asked this bird, uh, the fire is so great, what can those droplets of water do? And he said, it's not about uh, putting down the fire, it's about me being able to stand before Allah and tell Allah, that I have done my best to help Prophet Ibrahim. Can we stand before Allah and answer that we have done our best for our brothers and sisters in Palestine? If not, then there's a lot of work for us to do. Back to this ayah, ayah of uh, 29 of Surah Al-Baqarah, He is the one that created everything on earth for us. The process of creation essentially culminates at the creation of Prophet Adam salam, Everything that we see around us is created for us to use, but use responsibly. And later on, we're going to speak about this transition from Ayah 29 to Ayah 30, a beautiful transition. But for today, just reflect upon everything around us, the creation around us, the trees, the movement of the um, clouds, the birds chirping. Just pay attention to the creation around us. When we sit down for a, for a meal with our family, the be grateful that everything on that plate comes from Allah. And it goes through a lengthy process from farm before it actually gets onto our plate. There's a lengthy process to it. And we get to enjoy it with very little effort. Be grateful to Allah. And the manifestation of our gratitude is being a true servant of Allah. إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين